a blessed Wednesday to you. And we get to take a journey today. We're going to walk along the road to Ennis and see who we meet. A blessed and um, a very wonderful meeting. And we can have our own on our roads today, wherever we are going. We turn to the scriptures, a reading from the Gospel of Luke. We're in chapter 24, verses 13 to 35. That very day, the first day of the week, two of Jesus' disciples were going to a village seven miles from Jerusalem called Emmaus. And they were conversing about all the things that had occurred. And it happened that while they were conversing and debating, Jesus himself drew near and walked with them. But their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. He asked them, what are you discussing as you walk along? They stopped, looking downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, said to him in reply, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know of the things that have taken place there in these days? And he replied to them, What sort of things? They said to him, The things that happened to Jesus the Nazarene, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, how our chief priests and rulers both handed him over to a sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. And besides all this, it is now the third day since this took place. Some women from our group, however, have astounded us. They were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body. They came back and reported that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who announced that he was alive. Then some of those with us went to the tomb and found things just as the women had described, but him they did not see. And he said to them, oh, how foolish you are, how slow of heart to believe all that the prophet spoke. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them what referred to him and all the scriptures. As they approached the village to which they were going, he gave the impression that he was going on further, farther. But they urged him, stay with us, for it's nearly evening and the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. And it happened that while he was with them at table, he took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. With that, their eyes were opened and they recognized him. But he vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, were not our hearts burning within us while we spoke, while he spoke to us on the way and opened the scriptures to us? So they set out at once and returned to Jerusalem where they found gathered together the 11 and those with them who were saying, the Lord has truly been raised and has appeared to Simon. Then the two recounted what had taken place on the way and how he had made known to them, how he was made known to them in the breaking of the bread. <coughs> Excuse me. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So these disciples are leaving Jerusalem. They are discouraged. And they're talking about all the things that had happened. 
and they're very confused because they had thought that Jesus was the one. And it seems like he's not. He died. Not only did he die, but now they can't find his body. And then these women of the group are telling him one thing, but nobody's really seeing anything. And then Jesus walks along with them, unbeknownst to them, explaining the scriptures and helping them see what's called the divine reversal. That God's ways are not our, our ways. That through death, there can be life. And even in bread that's broken, we are nurtured for eternal life. And with that final sign, they realize who he is. You know, their hearts are burning in them and they're not realizing what's going on. But they're listening and they're inviting him to stay. And they know there's something, but they're not quite, they don't quite see. But then in the breaking of the bread, they do. They see. And Jesus, in that reality of Jesus giving himself for us, totally. That that Eucharist is true, the true body and blood of our Lord that nurtures us for life eternal. And it nurtures us on our way, whether you're on the way to Indianapolis, whether you're on the way to New Orleans, whether you're on the way to some little town in Wales or Malta or the Philippines, if you're going to Cebu, wherever you're going, the Lord wants to show you. The Lord wants to nurture you and strengthen you so that you can be his witness by your life of love, of self-giving, of being bread broken for others to feed the world, to feed the world the truth that is God, that is Jesus Christ come in the flesh, to feed the world the good things that help us be more who we are, God's sons and daughters. So as you go about your way, wherever you're going, and I'm sure you'll have to stop at a few stoplights on the way, the Lord is with you. He wants to teach you. He wants to show you and love you and strengthen you and help you and forgive you and help you get up when you fall. And with that in mind, confident in his love for us, we make our offering of this day. Divine Heart of Jesus, I offer you through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, Mother of the Church, in union with the Eucharistic sacrifice, my prayers, my actions, my joys and sufferings of this day, in reparation for sins and for the salvation of all men and women, according to the special intentions of our Holy Father, Pope Francis, in the grace of the Holy Spirit, for the glory of the Heavenly Father. And we pray for vocations. O oh, Jesus, eternal shepherd of our souls, send good laborers into your harvest. Thanks so much for joining me today. I see Rosemary and Roger, June and Carmen, Stella and Margaret, Yolanda and Felda, all of you. Thanks for joining me and the many more who scroll by and all of those who will join us later in prayer. We bring your, your intentions to the Lord 
and we pray for one another that we may listen to the Lord, we may follow him, and we let him come with us wherever we're going. We ask God's blessing on us all. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have a most blessed day wherever you are. Um, I'm going to be at the store today later in the afternoon. Um, so uh, pray for me and my ministry at Pauline Books and Media uh, in Metairie. And may you be blessed wherever you are. We ask the Lord's blessing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. There might have been two blessings today, but hey, maybe we need it more. <laughs>